101.9 High FM, High Shinur, Rabbi G. We are back. We just finished a fascinating interview with Rabbi Ben-Zion Teller, who has been leading the Dafashawa Project here in South Africa. And, wow, what a great initiative, what a great thing. And this is pretty much where the exciting part of the show is. And for today, as I said, lots of pain, lots of difficulties happening overseas that, uh, yeah, we would need to touch on. And for that, I want to talk to Moshe Miller. Moshe Miller is uh, a father um, married to an educator with a whole bunch of little kids uh, going through the terrible times of war in Israel. People that are trying to hurt them just because they are who they are. And nothing more than that. And, and it, there's not much you can save in a situation like that. But you know what? Let's hear directly from the source. Okay. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us. So we're talking. Yes, well, I hear you. I hear you. A little echo and I hear myself back also. So you live in the city of Ashdod and you have four little kids. I know I've heard from you when we were talking before the show that yesterday, uh, rockets fell. Four buildings away from your house, five buildings away, while all the kids were home, little kids, your wife. Um, unfortunately, there was a tragedy that somebody was killed. How do how what do you tell your kids? I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little bit about how it, how things have started and how things have gone gone okay. on like this. Uh, we are kind of used to this. I live in Australia already for about twenty one years, and. Uh, Married for 10 years with my, and my wife is not used to this. I got used to it since 2006 when these things have started. And, uh, this past Shabbos morning in the middle of davening, suddenly we had a siren go off. So we all had to escape the safer room in the middle of davening. It was a full shock. And then, uh, around uh, afternoon hours, when, uh, while I was sitting with my kids, Morning afternoon, on Shabbos afternoon, we got another one. Now, the what it says to do when things like this happen, I live on the fourth floor where there's no shelter to go to. So when uh, when our alarm goes off, which means missiles are being sent on us. Was there any indication? I, I just so I, I gotta know. Was there any indication that something's about to happen, or it was just out of nowhere? No, just out of nowhere. We had no clue what's going to happen. And uh, since it's Shabbos, we have no news and no way to know what's going on. We could ask here and there some neighbors who, who are not from Shabbos, and we could hear a little bit. We heard something has might have happened. We know that past year, somewhat, there was uh, things going on every Friday afternoon on, on the border. So we know things sometimes, sometimes could happen. We do not know what's going to happen, no. It was a full shock. Okay, but if something was going on so, by the border, so there was a bit of expectation or no? Yeah, we had something that we know that things might happen every every Shabbos because every every Friday the past year there's a mess goes on on the border, so we know that we know that something might happen. So, so that, that's what it was going on, and uh, then Shmuel Shabbos uh, after I put my kids to sleep already, we told them it's gonna be okay. We put them to sleep. Suddenly, alarm came off. I had to pull them out of bed, run down two floors. And wait there till it comes down. We heard the bings and everything. And okay, we got used to this. You know how it works. We went back upstairs. 
And when uh, 20 minutes later again, you put the kid to sleep and you go down again. And that's the third time and my kids were already, okay, this is enough. They want to go to sleep by Bobby. But one second, I, I know, I know I'm, ch- it's very hard for me to, to stop you from what you're saying because it's, it's almost unbelievable and hard to believe what you're describing. But what do you mean we're used to this? How do you get used to being, uh, targeted as somebody trying to kill you? Uh, if we say it in the most unpleasant way. You, 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 you don't, but it's a fact of life. You, part of our idea is that the Hamas and people like them want to stop our life and our fight back is to show them they're not going to stop our life. So we try to continue our regular life. But it's not easy. I won't deny it. It's very hard. The kids don't take it easy. My, my young, my kids were younger the past time this happened. We had quiet for about, uh, four, four and a half years since we had this past time. My older daughter is now eight years old. She was, uh, three and a half years old those days and she doesn't remember much. So it's not so easy. Uh, they don't take it easy. We explain to them that the, the siren is a good thing. They said of the siren, they explain to them that the siren is a good thing. It's, uh, Hashem gave us a special thing. It gives us a way to know what's going to happen. So we know to go take shelter. It doesn't suddenly come on our head. And try to calm them down. One second, I I have to, I must ask on that because you're saying a fascinating point that we don't really realize when we talk from overseas. I would think that a siren would be the most traumatic, scary thing for a child. And you were able to come to your kids and say in a very calm way, a siren is not a traumatic thing. A siren is actually what's helping us be careful. And let's take it as uh, almost a, a, a help and a pleasant thing that we know how to protect ourselves? That's what we have to do. We explain to them, it's, it's very scary. I won't deny it. Our falls every time it happens. And uh, we have a responsibility as far as our children. And we know we cannot lose ourselves when it happens. Uh, I won't say that our heart doesn't skip a beat every time it happens. But uh, we have to stay calm for our children. I have, to say, I have to say that's a fascinating tool. Because you're talking about a tool of... of you know, many times when we discuss trauma, when we talk, discuss situations, and a lot of times the siren, the noise, the police, the ambulances, the everything around it creates trauma, and you were able to come in, in a powerful way and come say, guys, listen, this is not the trauma. This is actually the tools that is going to help us. This is what, when we hear a siren for life, it shouldn't be traumatic. It should be, okay, now we know what to do. I, I really find that amazing. Um but I do want to hear again, and so it's time. Uh, at, at the days move, days move on, and and you know you reach night, and the kids need to go to sleep. I'd say, but you're during war. How does that work? Uh, it's very, it's very hard. I won't deny. Last last night we had at around seven o'clock in the evening Israel time. It suddenly started coming off. And the hour of kids going to sleep, the kids were in the bath, and we had to run out with them. Okay, we weren't home already. We were by my mother, because uh, my mother lives on a lower floor, and it's a little space there. So we had to run out with them to take shelter. And uh, uh, it came off about eight sirens, one after each other. It was just going off one after each other. And suddenly we heard this serious bang. And we we heard afterwards a building right next to us, Got, it got the uh, uh, missile. It was destroyed. Spotted. The Iron Dome did not. It, it missed. The Iron Dome missed it. 
and there was a very, very big shock. And my older daughter did not want to go to sleep. She was in bed. Patrick, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. I don't want to go to sleep. She went to sleep last night at 4 after 11. I couldn't, I couldn't fight her. She's a right. It's scary. I sat with her, and I tried to put her to sleep, but it wasn't going. So we came out, and we sat, and we spoke about it, and we played a little bit. So I want to hear a bit about... Moshe, I, I want to hear... Her, so she fell asleep. Wow. Moshe, I do want to hear a bit about what you tell a eight-year-old that is scared because somebody's bombing our house. Um, I, it's fascinating. So we're around the Yom HaShoah time and things like that when bombings was also a reality. Uh, but I do have to take a short break. Please stay online with us and we will continue very shortly. Stay with me, Moshe, just for one short moment. And by the way, if anybody wants to send an SMS or WhatsApp or anything you want to tell Moshe, any message from our South African community to Israelis, people that are dealing with all of this, 0618951019 is the WhatsApp line, 34519 is the SMS line. A very short break and we'll be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 We are back. I can't come over the 101 um, 101 and just to hear the logo that it's 101 megahertz of life. And here I'm talking to someone that is trying to calm his children down while they're experiencing death. So, Moshe, are you still with us? Yes, I'm still with you. The line is not very clear. I don't hear the questions very clearly, but I'm fine. Okay, let's try our best. So, I, I do want to hear about it, but what do you tell an eight-year-old or a six-year-old or a four-year-old um, when they're saying, I can't fall asleep, we're actually in war, I'm scared for my life? It's not easy. It's really not easy. Uh, we have to have a lot of... Uh who can be talking and and believe that uh, that's our mission right now in the world. But it's, uh, it's not an easy thing. I won't deny. I can't say it comes easily. Uh, it's a very hard thing. We don't take it easy. We go, we go out of our comfortability. We go. We leave our house and we go to someone else's house to stay over. You're right. It's my mother and my brother and all that. But still, it's not easy. Uh, I can't say it's an easy concept. It's a very very hard thing. We do. We don't take it easy at all. You know, before I was talking with someone, maybe I'm gonna, maybe he will be talking on the radio soon here. Um, his name is Shmuel Myberg. He's a psychologist that's working on the front line of the war. Um, maybe you even know him from your city. And he told me, I, w- when we have the interview, just be aware that with all respect to the ceasefire, at any point I will, I may have to pull out and, and run out to help someone or be with someone, um, which is consistent stress, I'd say. Um, is there any thing that you f- guys feel as though you're getting strength from people um, overseas, like anything that you feel that you can get supported by the South African community or American or European, or just feel some kind of unity or connection, or some, or or it's irrelevant when you're under attack? And the way I, if I, if I understood the question right, since the line is not very clear, but what I understood. So the way I always tell people around me, the way I feel people is have connection and feel what we're going through is to download the app, app of uh, what they call Cleva Adom, you know, that you can get into the fire in Israel, and that's uh, where you can catch what's happening by us and feel like such a thing happens and understand what's going through with us. Does, when people around the world actually download that app, uh, just to, for the listeners, there is an app called uh, Tsevadom or Kovadom. I'm not sure what it's called. What is it called? Kovadom? Tsevadom? Yeah, they have a lot of, a few kinds of apps. That okay, you that you could download the app. Time, what? Every time there's a siren, mm-hmm. you'll get a beat by your, in your phone 
and you know what's going on. You'll see what it means every few minutes. What it means that that if yesterday we had a 720, we had eight times enough each other, and at 20 to 8, we had another one, and then the afternoon at one o'clock, afternoon one, and you can see you walking around not knowing what's next. I had to go out to work. My my wife was home with the children, but I had to go out to work, and I'm working. I work as a truck driver, and it can catch me anywhere. It's not very easy. It's a scary situation, and the way you can't, there's not much people can do from the outside. So the way I my feeling is, when I see someone from the outside that has such an app and he knows every time something's happening by us. And he has that feeling that the world connection to what's happening with us. I think that's a nice thing. If we download any of the Tevadom or Kovadom apps and actually feel what it means at every moment to be under attack and just get a siren to your phone every time there's a disaster, um, that does sound like a very interesting and powerful way. Um, wow. And when we talk about a consistent trauma, and looking into situations that are, as you said, happening repetitively, we do know that there is a ceasefire uh, starting today. Um, does that give any comfort, or do the kids, or everybody feels like uh, tomorrow we're going to be for second round or third or whatever? Uh, no, we don't have any comfort from that. We know that it's going to happen again. We constantly know, as I spoke with my wife this morning, we went to sleep knowing tomorrow we're not having school because it was supposed to be in the middle. And we woke up in the morning around 7 o'clock in the morning hearing that there's sleep fire and it's okay and there's school starting at 9 o'clock. And we're like all frustrated. You put the kids to sleep late at night or you put the kids, the kids to sleep night tomorrow there's no school. And you wake up within two hours, get together, and you're going to school regular, life is continuing on. It, it is a very hard situation. And we focus in, as we said, we know this is a matter of, as three weeks to two months maximum, what's going to happen again? It sounds very difficult. What can I say? Um, do I, I? All we could wish from here, I guess, is you should really keep safe. Lots of luck, and and hopefully it will give you some comfort knowing that the Jewish community around the world is actually supporting you and is actually feeling for you. And we do understand the the. The pain and the the fear, I'd say, of knowing that you could be shot at every moment and having to run upstairs to shelter or whatever it is. And just, please God, we should all be safe and we should face peace and calmness. Later on, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. My pleasure. We appreciate it all.